All right, the Tigers went into the trade deadline with a lot of a lot of potential material. Uh, they were they were really considered one of the teams that had some players that the people were interested in because the Tigers are sort of you know, at that point where they could decide if they wanted to compete or not. So Eduardo Rodriguez, their starting pitcher, was one. Lorenzen, their starting pitcher, another. Their Alex Lang, their uh, reliever. Uh, uh, there were other other guys on the team that could have been traded. And as it turned out, uh, the Tigers only made one trade, uh, but they came close. They traded Michael Lorenzen for a prospect, How You Lee, which sounds like a question to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's the Philadelphia Phillies' number five prospect, and that was all that they did. But apparently they had a trade in place with the L.A. Dodgers, and Eduardo Rodriguez invoked his no-trade clause and vetoed it. And Scott Harris, the GM for the Tigers, is catching some heat in certain corners for not sort of knowing that that was going to happen or seeing that he didn't want to go to the Dodgers or waiting until the last minute. John Paul Morosi is with us to talk baseball, as he does many times. You see him on Fox Sports and the MLB Network. So, JP, did Scott Harris have a bad day? Uh, Mitch, it's a great question. And, Ken, great to be with you uh, today. I think with respect to Scott, he was surprised at the end of the day that the deal did not work. Now, one could say that, that it is the job of the president of baseball operations to not be surprised, and I suppose that's fair. It's also one of those things where the the player, in this case Rodriguez, may not have really made up his mind until he actually had all the facts in front of him at, of the trade and said, you know what, no, I'm not going. And by the way, that's his right. You know, he he missed, uh, as a lot of Tiger fans know, he missed two months of last year, gave up two months of salary on the restricted list uh, while dealing with the family situation. I do not know what the family situation was, and frankly, it's not my business. Uh, and so, but all I know is that he, it was serious enough that he missed a third of the year and a third of his money last year. And so he wanted to anecdotally stay somewhat closer to the East coast. Of course, he makes his home in South Florida. Now he's very comfortable in Detroit right now and wanted to stay. And so I think to me, Mitch, the ultimate test of this and the explanation of him wanting to stay, we can take it at face value to a point because he has this opt-out in his contract after the season is over. So if he really wants to stay, he'll stay. And, and if he does not want to stay, or if this was uh, maybe a, a less consistent method of thinking, then he'll opt out and sign for top dollar somewhere else. But I'm I, not I think... buying he wants to stay for five minutes. Well, I, I'm sorry, but we've reached a point in baseball where most guys, not all, but most guys are just there for the season. And that's it. They make their homes, as you pointed out, in Florida or in or in uh, or in Central America or Australia or other places. And they move around so much. And they look at Justin Verlander. I mean, look how many plays one of the best pitchers in baseball. Look how many teams he's already played for now. Look at Max Scherzer, how many places he's gone. The whole loyalty thing. And I like it here whatever. I, I just I don't buy that. I, 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 it seems to me that Rodriguez, why, if you want to win, which is usually what you hear these baseball players constantly talking about, right? Win, win, win. Why not go to the Dodgers? You got a, you right. got a, a great chance to win with the Dodgers. You got no chance of winning here, not this year and not next year. So I, I, I look at this as whatever was in the, 
fine print of his contract or whatever, and maybe they wanted to exercise it. He didn't like it, and he figured, you know what? I'd rather have five teams bidding for me than one. Let me wait till the end of this season. And in my view, he's gone after this year. Well, and Mitch, to your point, the opt-out would follow him. So the opt-out would have would have followed him along unless right. now this is the one part that that we would potentially not know about is that the Dodgers might have said, and we don't know this, but they might have said this deal is contingent on you signing a a contract extension and, and not opting out. And then we'll give the Tigers more value that. So if it's not two months and it ends up being multiple years, that's a different conversation. Well, and, and I heard want... Scott Harris's comments, and, you know, he, he was being very candid, and I, I gave him a lot of credit. You know, he answered all the questions. But he said there were some things that came up with this contract and with the deal, and it just, you know, in the end, uh, we couldn't force that to happen. And it sounded like he, it wasn't anything that the Tigers could do. If he didn't want to change whatever the Dodgers wanted to change, Tigers couldn't say, well, you have to. And that's what you just laid out, JP, sounds like a perfect scenario for why he wouldn't want to do it and exactly why the Dodgers would, would pull the plug on it, too. He's like, well, we don't, we don't just want you for a couple months. Uh, although a lot of people do. Happens all the you time. Mean, happens all the time. They rent players, but maybe what the Tigers were asking yeah, for, for what they're giving for them, no was, problem. Uh, wasn't no. worth give, giving up in that regard. Do we know what was on the table from the Dodgers' point of view? We, we don't. We, we don't know the specific players. I have, I have tried to ascertain that. As, as you might imagine, Mitch, at this moment, that ends up being a bit of a state secret because uh, then all of a sudden, for the years that follow, oh, that was the guy the Tigers right. were supposed to get. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. So, understandably, both sides have been rather guarded about it. But one of the reasons why the Dodgers were the team that the Tigers wanted to deal with here is that they have, by many accounts, the best farm system in the game. Right. And, and so that's, but the didn't Rodriguez say he didn't want to go to the Dodgers all along? Well, that, that part is, let's put it this way. If, if Eduardo Rodriguez had, had come up to Scott Harris a week ago and said directly, no way, no how, no chance. I am not going to the Dodgers. If he had told Scott Harris that a week ago in no uncertain terms, I tend to think that, the Tigers would have shopped elsewhere. But I, I don't think that it was known. Let's put it this way. I don't think it was known to that extent. The Tigers knew that he had a no-trade clause. They knew that the no-trade clause would have allowed him to do exactly what he did yesterday, which was block a deal to the Dodgers. But they probably did not know just how much he was going to block that deal. And, and to make a fair point, and this was something that came up yesterday in talking about this, why would a player want to have the Dodgers, the model organization, Dodger Stadium, beautiful weather? Why would why would any baseball player want to be able to block a deal to the Dodgers? And the answer is very simple. It's because if you're a good player and that's the kind of team that's going to want you. So if if you if you are just saying, listen, I don't want to play in city X, Y, and Z, but if they have a small payroll, so if, if you if you're Justin Verlander and if you only had 10 teams that you could have a no-trade clause to, and you're making $40 million a year, do not bother putting the raise on your no-trade. They can't afford you anyway. Right. The, the no-trade is not going to come into play if you put Tampa on it because they don't want you. Candidly, there, there's not much of a point 
for players to put Detroit on your no trade if you're making $30 million a year right now because they're not adding $30 million a year players right, right now. Maybe it was so a family I, decision, JP. And, and I, I think it was a family decision, exactly. So there, there is like the, the, the negotiation advantageous part of it, which is, yeah, put the team. That right. has the I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to just just use up our time yeah. just on him. That that fell apart. Right. Okay, it didn't work. Uh, right. Where where does that? They they did trade uh, Lorenzen, who was an all star mm-hmm. for what that's worth, right. uh, for a prospect. Did, did, so what did the Tigers basically say about the rest of this season with with that move? Or, or, you know, and, and and the loss last night. Are, are they basically saying we're, we're not? We're not really going to make a run for it, even though they're in the worst division in baseball. And it's like, right. does anybody want to win this thing? Well, it's a fair question. And, and I think part of it is, and there's two things I'll say here. Number one, Scott Harris made the statement yesterday. I think it was pretty wise. He said, once the Dodger deal fell apart with Rodriguez, he wasn't going to just trade him for pennies on the dollar and make a bad deal. Remember this, this is Scott's first year as the president of baseball operations of this team. And, and everybody around the sport, takes notes here and says, okay, oh, the Tigers, they're the kind of team that with an hour left, they'll trade their guys for pennies on the dollar, and then all of a sudden it it influences your ability to make the next deal well. So I think Scott was standing his ground a bit, which I admire because this is a long-term play. The other part is whether it was Lang, Foley, Scooble, other guys that have value, Kerry Carpenter's another one, in this division – I actually think that they're going to be okay next year. I really do. Uh, with We have to realize how much bad luck they've had with pitching and, and also how Miguel's contract comes off the books. They're going to be able to potentially spend a little bit more in free agency. This team is going to get better because of the division pretty quickly. I, I really believe that. So I think that it didn't make a lot of sense from the trade guys they had control over for next year, Foley, Lang, uh, again, Carpenter, Scooble, that group, because they got a chance to compete next year. And being 500 in this division, guys, might get you to the playoffs. And Rodriguez got the win. Er, Rodriguez got the win yeah. earlier today in Pittsburgh, and he did exactly. infer last week that he could see himself fulfilling his obligations contractually right. in Detroit. That's all I'm saying. Sure, the bus ticket himself. fell out of his pocket. Right. Yeah, he could. <laughs> Playing ticket. I mean, I could, I could see myself as the king of England too, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. JP, always good to talk to you. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure, guys. Thank you. From Fox Sports and MLB Network, it's seven sixty WJR.